And good Saturday morning, and it's not official yet, but unofficially we're going to welcome you to summer of 2022. Temperatures uh, bobbing around the 90-degree mark, daily thunderstorms along the Gulf Coast. Yeah, I'd call that summertime. Also got some fish out there biting. You'll hear more about it in our fishing reports. Got a question for you. Did you celebrate National Frog Jumping Day yesterday? Yep, Friday the 13th, May 13th. That's what it is. The annual frog jumping contest goes all the way back to 1849, started in Calaveras County in California, and that's what kind of kicked off the holiday. And in case you're wondering, the current frog jumping record was sent back in 1986 by Rosie the Riveter. Her jump was 21 feet, 5 and 3 quarter inches. Now, to put that in perspective, the human broad jump record is held by University of Connecticut cornerback Byron Jones when back in 2015 he set a world record with a 12-foot, 3-inch broad jump at the Pro Scouting Combine. So the frog almost doubles the human standing broad jump. Congratulations to the frogs. And we'll see you all in June. That's when frog season opens. All right, it's nice to see some fishing rodeos back on our calendar. We'll pass along some of those to you. A lot of these had been canceled due to pandemic fears, whether that was real or perceived, but they're back in action now. The CCA Reef in Big Lake, we talked about that last week, if you missed it, with Captain Kirk. It has been completed. It's open for customers. We'll have details where you can find it and how to fish it. Also, our live reports uh, include our freshwater report with Big Boss Brule. He's going to tell us something he did that he hasn't done in the last 8 to 10 years. So be listening for his report coming up at 520. This week's Bad Boy, the Outdoor Story, feature uh, a couple of springtime duck hunters. We'll tell you about their crime and their time. And we also have a good boy story, a heroic life-saving effort by a Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Enforcement agent. We'll honor him this morning as our good boy of the week. Also, as always, we invite your text messages right here at the studio. They come in, your fishing reports, your comments, your questions. Uh, sorry we can't take photos, but your texts are welcome. 504-260-1870. And when you text in, tell us who you are, where you are, and what you got going on. And my question for you this morning, are you looking forward to the June 1st frog season in Louisiana? Are you a frog catcher or eater, yes or no? I believe Delta Marina is going to bring back their frog contest. We'll talk to Mitch Jurisich probably next week about that. All right, your coastal marine forecast for all you Marines out there. Offshore, it looks like this today. Southwest winds 5 to 10, two-foot seas. That's mighty inviting. On the interior lakes and bays, we're going to have a northwest and a westerly wind 5 to 10. They're light, smooth conditions there, about a 50% chance of rain depending on where you are. Tomorrow, rain uh, chance drops to 20%. Winds on the interior lakes and bays will be westerly and still light, 5 to 10, making for some smooth conditions. Offshore, northwest and westerly winds, 5 to 10, 2-foot seas. Your average tide range, pretty good, 1.3. we got a full moon rising on Monday if you're going to be fishing then. Uh, remember those tips about fishing before and after full moons. Uh, Mississippi River is at 11-3 and steady, hoping for a little more fall there. All right, we come back after this first time out. We're going to be talking with Robbie Campo, as we always do. He is down at Shell Beach. He's got a report for you, so stay tuned for that. Also got some text messages coming in. Get yours in. Write this number down. Lock it into your phone, 504-260-1870. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll be doing lots of that this morning right after this time out. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, looks like a wonderful day in the neighborhood to get out and get some fish. One of the many places you might want to try is down in St. Bernard Parish in the jumping-off point, Campos Marina in Shell Beach. Robbie Campo is with us, and Robbie... Looks like conditions are pretty good for fishing today. Maybe I'd even call them better than pretty good. Well, you know, Don, we started out pretty calm here this morning when I got here about quarter to four. Uh, it seems like the wind has picked up just a little bit. It's out of the northwest at nine miles an hour. I just looked at the uh, weather station thing we got inside. Um, but, you know, yesterday, uh, earlier in the week, man, the sound was great. Um, you know, Lake Bourne right here was good, um, you know, by the dam and, you know, on the other side of the dam going down to Lake Anastasio by the trash pile rig, Long Rocks. Everything was on fire this week back up over in Comfort Island area out by the islands. I mean, it was just fish everywhere. Even on the Hopedale side back over here in the Hopedale Lagoon area, Lake Robin still got fish back there. Uh, there's lots of little shrimp back there, fish feeding frenzy going on. But, you know, uh, yesterday they went out to the outside and it was rough. We had squalls the night before, so the guys that the guides that went out there yesterday with their clients, I thought they were going to get them like they did Thursday. Didn't happen, but um, nevertheless, uh, you know, I, I still think today on the backside of that dam going to the Long Rocks, um, I think you'll be able to find some clean water there, and you'll be able to catch some fish on, you know, over over at the Long Rocks or behind the Long Rocks. I still think you could pull it out the hat today. It's a beautiful Saturday. Stay hydrated, people. It's, um, we had somebody come in sick uh, uh, yesterday from heat exhaustion, I guess they want to call it. They didn't have a heat stroke, but it was really, really hot. It wasn't feeling well. Um, so make sure you stay hydrated. A lot of shrimp's been the ticket, Don. Um, you know, we got plenty of them. So if you're coming on down to St. Bernard Parish this morning, hook the left at the bridge, come on down and see us. We're going to get you in the water, get you going, get you fishing before everybody else. So, uh, that's about it. Robbie, what about um, the size of the fish that they were catching outside before those storms kicked up? I, I tell you, Don, some of the prettiest fish I've seen in a long time. I saw a lot of threes, uh, three-pounders, two-and-a-half, three-pound fish coming in. You know, everybody calls them fours and fives, but in all actuality. <laughs> yeah, I know. Two and three. You know, I'll let people think what they want. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like to burst anybody's bubble, but yeah, it was two, it was two and three pound fish. You know, I'm talking fish that's anywhere from you know 16 to 20 inches. A beautiful fish though, Don. I tell you, um, a lot of, a lot of big, a uh, lot of big mamas out there, full of eggs, ready to spawn. So, um, you know, uh, but we did. You know, I mean, I'm seeing, hearing this a lot. 
a lot of people throwing those fours back, you know, those three and a half fours back, um, you know, it's full of full of eggs. They said, you know, releasing. So, you know, people are starting to catch on. You know, you got to give back to to have something. Yeah, that's some good news too. But I I gotta tell you, three pound trout is a pretty good size fish, and uh, probably a lot of people do uh, overestimate the weight on those fish when they catch them. So just don't keep a scale around unless it's rodeo time. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, um, I did have uh, one of our wildlife, local wildlife fish there, uh, Jason Granado, is called a four point three eight uh, pound um, speckled trout. Uh, he's in a he's in a tournament. Um, I waited for him on on our CCA scale that we have here. And remember, people, uh, star tournament starts on Memorial Day. So if you you don't have a ticket, get a ticket. You don't want to be that guy with that tag redfish that does not have a ticket. Uh, I've had that happen twice here already. So you you, you want to you look? It's a it's a good investment. Um, they did away with the flounder division this year, uh, Don. So I think they replaced it with the sheephead for the kids. So. Uh, remember that, um, but still buy a ticket, get, get entered in it. And, uh, you know, you, you might get your chance to win that truck. Yep. Memorial day weekend, May 28th runs all the way through labor day and you can sign up at, uh, cca.org. You'll be able to do it. You're one of the official way stations, correct? Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. We are. We're, uh, we're one of the official way stations here at Campo. So, uh, that's why I tell, tell people get signed up, make sure you signed up and, you know, it's a it's a good investment, so uh, it goes to a good cause. So, do it. Right, and you catch one of those redfish with that tag, uh, you'll be very sorry if you didn't have a ticket. So, make sure you get one before you go. Robbie, thanks for all Absolutely. the tips and advice. We appreciate it. We'll catch up with you next week. Okay, Don. Talk to you later, buddy. Bye bye. Yes, sir. All righty, Robbie Campo, Shell Beach. All right, uh, let's see. Um, we got some text messages coming here. Quite a few. A lot of people up and moving this morning. Let's see. We've got uh, uh, one of our truckers is taking his rig to Destin, Florida. Thanks for riding along. Well, thank you for taking us with you. Uh, we got the worm on, too. He's sending out a shout-out to the CNS truckers. Got Justin in the Gentilly Wildlife Refuge. He's got a mockingbird singing all night long and a rabbit in the middle of the street. Gentilly Wildlife Refuge is full of surprises. Well, you know, it's not just... The Gentilly Refuge, you know, when you're a late night or early morning person, uh, believe me, there's a lot of wildlife comes up in some suburban and even urban areas during those wee hours of the morning. Got Ed Miller from Wilmer, Alabama, checking in. Fishing in the Mobile Delta is good. Yeah, I have heard that from several sources. In fact, they got an invitation to head over there next week because the trout fishing uh, over there in the Delta is really turned on. We'll be talking more about that this morning. All right, we come back after this. Jeff Brule joins us. Our, mainly he's our freshwater fishing reporter. He has done something he hasn't done in the last eight or ten years. He got her done recently. He'll tell you all about it, plus that freshwater fishing report. Coming up next, right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And our Bass and Freshwater Report is brought to you by... Berkeley, the makers of Spider Wire, which is now the most abrasion resistant conventional braided line, and that has now been improved with the introduction of Dura Braid, 25% tougher than conventional braids. You can find it in Marsh Green, anywhere from 60 to 80 pound test. Dura Braid backs up its claim as the toughest braided line in fishing by producing even stronger knots and unequal shock absorbency. That is DuraBraid by Berkeley, a division of Pure Fishing. Jeff joins us now. And, Jeff, tell us what has happened to you that has not occurred in the last nine or ten years. I've caught a trout on the causeway. Well, you don't know how many people you're making happy by saying that. 
In fact, I, I got a, a text just came in, uh, Jim Bob. He's headed to fish the causeway. Want to know if they're still biting. Tell us about your trout fishing trip on the causeway. It's been a while. You and I have caught them out there, but, God, I can't remember how long it's been. Yeah, the conditions hadn't really been favorable for the causeway. You know, spillways being open, the Pearl River being high. Uh, but really, the a steady east wind at the end of April into May usually is what pushes that green, pretty green water in on the north shore. And um, usually the full moon of May, if all those conditions are right, the trout, trout will come in every year. But just remember, full moon of May is the time, which is Monday. So usually they show up, and you can go out there and catch them. But, you know, sometimes it's still as aggravating as ever to go out there and try to fish them because you'll hop it and drag it, and you just don't feel those fish bite out there. It's a real hard bite to get used to. Uh, I've seen a lot of guys that are good fishermen on bass and jig fishermen go out there, and they just they just can't figure them out. But uh, with that being said, you just kind of slow drag, big hops, or just flip at the base of the pile and let it go down on a tight line. You, you try to catch your fish. And, and you can pattern them. They'll get on certain bridges, certain pylons, and certain positions. I went this week. We had 16, and there's hardly any tide movement. Uh, some of them was up to two and a half pounds, three pounds, but most of them was about that pound, pound and a half range. But, you know, good solid fish. We did switch to gulp shrimp when the bite got slow, and we were just kind of letting it sit by the pylons, kind of hopping it a little bit, slow, slow retrieve, and that seemed to work best. And you have to watch out because if you miss the redfish out there, it'll, it'll take you around the pylons and break you off. they they fun, but they hard to catch too. They sure are. Jeff, you, you had 16. Was that enough fish to, to develop a pattern? You know, sometimes it's the front of the front pile and it's the back of the middle pile and it might be a few feet off the pile. Was there a pattern that developed when you found those fish? A little bit. Uh, for a while, they, we had some tide movement early that morning. They were on the uh, the northbound pi- uh, bridge coming north. They was on the north side. And you just had to kind of drag it and hop it in front of that north side fan piling and that's where most of the fish were but other than that they were just kind of random here and there you know you catch some sometimes you'd be reeling your bait back in you'd catch one right at the boat pulling it in well let's talk about some freshwater fishing what's happening over in the basin one of the real popular places this time of year it's tough the river's up it's 5.1 on the morgan city gauge so that just tells you the woods are flooded on the basin side some of the tournament weights are down across the board but kind of the good news is the panfish bite has been pretty hot, and uh, but it's kind of uh, switched to brim and catfish over the next few months with the uh, warmer weather and, and and the basin being high. So you're going to probably stay on the red side, get you some worm wigglers and gulp crickets and get around the trees and let the kids catch some, some brim and catfish. Now, we've been talking about the pearl being high, being muddy for a while. It finally dropped a little bit, and you got the chance to go out there yesterday. How'd you do? Uh, I did pretty good. It it, it was tough. Uh, again, we got this period this week where we don't have a lot of tide. We caught some very nice uh, brim, goggle eye, and uh, shell crackers in some of the cuts. Uh, but you just kind of would get a lot of bites in one area and then maybe go to another spot and not hardly get a bite. So they, they're just starting to come in. The river just got down last week. It's still pretty muddy across the board and, you know, the east to the to the west. But if, if it stays like it is now in the next week or so, it's going to start clearing up and the fishing should be pretty good. We caught, we caught a lot of bass. Most of them weren't even 12 inches long. You know, you're using those small jigs and stuff for 
for brim and things like that, you're going to catch some of those little small bass. And we did. We probably caught 15 or 20, and you know, some four or five inches long, which is a good sign for the pearl. So, uh, but next week when the tide starts moving, you can go fish some of the drains. And we're just using a little popping cork with a little hair jig or a tube jig underneath with a little crappie nibble on it. And uh, we caught some very, very nice ones. And they're just starting to come into bed. A lot of big male fish coming in. So it's going to be fun the next few weeks over there. Yeah, I love that. Uh, call that pan fishing for the goggle eyes, the, the, the bluegills, and. You know, even catch a, a white perch every now and then. Well, good. I'm looking forward to our trip on Monday with that full moon, and uh, hopefully we'll do well. Uh, getting back to the causeway, give us some tips if somebody's headed that way, because I get text messages every week, any fish on the causeway, and I'm so happy to be able to tell them, yeah, there's signs of life of speckled trout on the causeway. Yeah, first you need to Uh, Jeff, you're breaking up a little bit there. Let's see if we can get him back. Uh, maybe losing him. Maybe he's traveling out of our range. Well, what Jeff was going to tell you was uh, he needs a good rod with a uh, 10-pound Berkeley fluorocarbon. Line is what he likes to use, uh, a, re- a rod that is rated to fish with 10-pound line. A lighter line makes it easier to feel the bottom in that bait as it falls because, as he was talking about, it's a very sensitive bite on that Lake Pontchartrain Causeway Bridge. Uh, and, again, the lighter line and the sensitive rod will help you feel that mushy feel when the fish takes it, and uh, hopefully the bite will be on for a month or so. Good report from Jeff. He and I will be fishing uh, this week, and we'll have another report for you next week. All right, right after this three-minute pause, I'm coming back. Got some calendar events to tell you about related to fishing and crawfishing and that type of thing, and also your text messages. If you want to get one in, it's 504 260-1870. That's how you text the outdoors with the Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, got a couple of events taking place. Uh, some today I want to tell you about. I got this kind of late, but it's not too late for you to sign up and fish it. It's the Tammany Yacht Club's Fishing Rodeo. It's taking place today. It's going to be at the Point Marina in Slidell. They're offering a free launch for participants. You can sign up at the marina, or you can do it online before you fish at TammanyYachtClub.org. Uh, the weigh-in is noon to 1.30 this afternoon, so it's a quick little weigh-in going on. Uh, for, uh, entry fee for adults is $25, $10 for the kids, and you got a free captain's bag awaiting you there. There will be live music, crawfish boil, uh, lots of prizes, face painting for the kids. And the prizes they're offering are cash prizes. That's TammanyYachtClub.org. Actually, it's www.wp. TammanyYachtClub.org. I'm sure you can find it or just go to the Point Marina. All right, when I leave out of here, I am going to be headed to the Build and Boil. I got a crawfish uh, boiling title <laughs> to defend over there from noon to four. I want to invite you to stop by and see us and uh, enjoy all the crawfish you care to eat for $25. Well, it's actually be $35 unless you signed up in advance. It's at 2801 Marais Street in New Orleans. Some people call it Marais Street. But uh, if you go to their website, rtno.org, you can find all the directions there. This helps families repair their homes that were impacted by Hurricane Ida. It's a fundraiser. There's going to be a lot of teams out there, and they're going to be gunning for us, our our Hancock-Whitney boiling team. But uh, I think we're up for it, so come by and join in the fun. That's going to be today from noon to 4 p.m. 
Uh, there's another crawfish ball going on. I was invited to this one. Can't be in more than one place at one time. The 7th Annual Venetian Isles Crawfish Cook-Off. That's today from noon to 4. It's at Old Spanish Trail at the Firehouse. And it's $25 the day of the event, which is today. And the kids, it's uh, $10, 5 to 12. Under 5 gets in free. Again, that's at the uh, Old Spanish Trail at the Firehouse in Venetian Isles. All right, so those are some of the events going on. We're going to talk about that fishing reef that is constructed out at Commissary Point in Big Lake. We'll do that and get to your text messages right after we pause 10 seconds for our local stations to identify themselves along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, we got a texter. Uh, if I don't have name, I'll give the number. 4217 says a late-season cool front. Strange weather indeed. Well, it's not really that cool, but, uh, yeah, it did come in from the north and northwest winds this time of the year is a little bit of strange all right here says i was originally going to say that eating frog legs wasn't high on my list of things to eat then i remembered the asabuco frog legs we had last summer at white oak and changed my mind if i had a plate of that to look forward to cooked by chef john foltz i'd say bring it on man that was good and you can find that recipe on our bayou wild tv.com website all of our past episodes and cooking features are found there. Yeah, frog legs are good in a number of ways, and that asobuco is a really interesting change from the typical uh, fried or, or, or braised sautéed frog legs. All right, we have uh, one that says, is there a sweet spot in regards to floundering, i.e. incoming tide, etc.? Uh, my experience when I've caught flounders, generally you don't target flounders. Some people do, but they're generally caught uh, as bycatch when you're fishing for trout or redfish or something else. But it seems that they, they are, think of them as an ambush fish. Uh, they lay in places where there's uh, choke points, uh, shallow uh, areas where uh, water will pass over it when the tide's moving either in or out. And they lay there in the mud and they shoot out. It's amazing how fast. I've seen flounders on video uh, underwater. It's amazing how fast. You don't think, a, you think of a flounder as a pretty slow floundering ground fish, but they're very quick and they'll come out and attack it. But if you're going to target them, Find those choke points, uh, places where they would hide, changes in elevation, little drop-offs, and things like that. All right, now here's one. uh, The Carnarvon Bass Trail, last event was April the 16th. Took over 13 pounds to win. Top 10 teams had over 10 pounds. The anglers reported catching good numbers, just not a lot of those big green fish were brought in. Next event coming up next week, Saturday, May 21st. It's open to all. There's 100% payback. Use Siri to look us up on Facebook, or on our website. Thanks. Uh, my suggestion to the Carnarvon Bass Trail, and I, I don't know, they don't put a name on here, but it's text to 2136. I would make it easier on your Facebook or your website. Not many people can spell Carnarvon accurately, and if you had something else, maybe CBT or something like that, it might be easier from the fun. Just a suggestion. All right, here's one uh, from the Algiers Angler. Could you do a fishing special on the Lake Pontchartrain reefs, just the bridge, not just the bridges? Are they holding fish and locations? Um, you know, those are underutilized. We do talk to Mike Gallo about the Deadly Dudley Fishing Reef, which is the one over in Lake Pontchartrain. Uh, in fact, uh, the Pontchartrain area has, I believe, one, two, three, four, I think five different reefs. And some of, one of them is in actually in Lake Maurepas. I was out there for the dedication of that one. Uh, there's some on either side of the causeway. The Deadly Dudley Reef is over by Slidell. Uh, we'll probably do that, maybe. If you want to find them, um, the easiest way is you just go to ccalouisiana.com. 
Look under the conservation button, click that on, and you're going to see uh, Reef Louisiana projects. And every one of them gives you the Latin longitude and what type that they are and uh, way, how easy it is to, to get to them. Just put in your coordinates, it'll take you right there. Most of them are, are marked with some type of uh, boys, uh, yellow boys usually marking the corners. But uh, if they get vandalized, well, then you're going to need the... The, the references but to fish them uh you, you know depending on the type some of these are concrete structure uh some of those uh limestone uh some of them have uh, the the kind of the i guess you call them a wiffle ball look to them and you basically you're best trying to fish over the top of them and also don't forget uh captain kirk brought this up in fact when we come back from this break we're going to talk more about the most recent one that was put down sometimes the fish are off of the reef particularly if a tide is sweeping across it and uh the fish are laying in wait just off of that so sometimes you got to fish right outside of it instead of on top of it all right we'll be back to talk about the one that was constructed uh, over there in the commissary point area and uh, also tell you if you missed last week about return them right they will had a great offer for free hundred dollar gear package to help revive refish we'll come back right after this we'll talk more about it you're listening to the outdoors with don dubuque radio network all right the new reef that was just constructed is about two miles west of commissary point it's arresting in about six feet of water it's a short boat ride from many of the marinas and launches around big lake uh, there's two thousand tons of recycled crushed concrete it covers uh, approximately five acres and my experience with uh, these reefs is they develop pretty quickly. Once they're there, uh, the small marine organisms start to show up. And then once those smaller species are there, the big predators show up. Wouldn't be surprised uh, within the next, oh, several weeks or so, they'll be reporting some good catches of speckled trout and some of the other species over there. All right, getting back to our text board. Someone has a wonderful recipe for braised fish mother with crawfish. Why don't you give us the uh, website or wherever someone can find it. Uh, In answer to our frog question, here's a frog listener. After these beautiful rains, the only sounds are the sweet songs of the frogs, plus the frogs I hear the size of a grape, maybe. Uh, Yeah, that's not the size of the ones that are uh, worthy of uh, putting on the table. All right, the backstrap stacker is checking in from Josephine. The spec fishing is on over here. Limit out the past couple of days in the areas around Orange Beach. Yeah, I keep hearing that. Fishing's good in Alabama and the Mobile Delta. Uh, Mad Truckers checking in. River Rats going to Destin. Uh, Ed Miller, Wilmer, Alabama, he says the Mobile Delta fishing, he's got echo in that call. It's still good. He's working around the house today. Uh, all of that kind of stuff we got going on. If you'd like to send us a text, it's 504-260-1870. Speaking of all this Alabama fishing, I uh, got this information in the Mobile Big Game Fishing Club's Gulf Coast Masters Sport Fishing Championship Series. It's coming up soon. It all kicks off at Fishers Marine. In fact, everything will be held there. It's for blue marlin, tuna, wahoo, and dolphin, the blue water species. Uh, registration kicks off on Wednesday, May 25th, and then the shotgun start will be Thursday. Scales will open on the way dock on Friday and Saturday, and then uh, the award ceremony will be Sunday, May 29th at 9 o'clock in the morning. That'll be at Fishers. Uh, Alabama also announced their free fishing days. Coming up on June 11th, uh, Alabamians and out-of-state visitors will have the opportunity to fish for free in most public waters. That includes freshwater and saltwater. 
Residents, non-residents can enjoy Alabama fishing without purchasing a fishing license. That's all part of National Fishing and Boating Week, which runs June 4th through the 12th. I do have information, too, on that Bogachitta Youth Fishing Rodeo. This has been going on for a number of years. The date is set for June 11th. It's at the Jim Schmidt Boardwalk Trailhead, and that is a a fishing access site. It's exit 11 off of I-59 North and Pearl River. I encourage a lot of people to go there. It's a nice little lake, and it's got a lot of fish because they do stock it. It's good for beginners and also experienced fishermen. This particular day, uh, kids 4 to 12 get to fish, and it starts at 7.30, wraps up at 11. Uh, They need to be accompanied by adult, able to hold a fishing pole. They get a T-shirt, they get a rod and reel, they get tackle, they get bait, and the whole family gets lunch. $20 per child is the registration fee, and you can do that by going on their website, which is flwr.org slash that's flwr.org slash uh, they take those registrations until they fill up there is a limited number so you might want to get on that if you're interested in bringing your child to fish there at the boca Chitta youth fishing rodeo june 11th all right uh, also something we talked about last week if you missed it return them right is offering a hundred dollars of gear to help release fish when they are suffering from barrel trauma. That is when they basically they blow up when they're brought up from the depths, and if it's not a fish that you're going to keep and you need to release it, if you release it in that condition, the sharks, the birds get it, or they'll die because they can't get down to the depth where they came from, uh, and these devices that are included will help eliminate that. In fact, it's by law you have to have at least a venting tool on board uh, this is a very unique kit, and you just go online and, and, and check it out. There's a little training session, and then you put in your information, and they send it to you. Uh, Return them right is the website. Return them right. Uh, just Google that. Return them right. It's EM. And uh, check it out, and it'll take you right there. And uh, it's welcome all anglers to participate in the program. I believe you need to put in your saltwater fishing license to qualify. I think that's the only thing. All right, check that out, and uh, when that is successful, it'll help us increase the amount of fish we can keep because the the waste factor is factored into that total harvest number. So if we could just save 1% of the fish that die when they're released improperly, uh, that would increase the harvest quota immensely. All right, coming back after this, uh, Grand Isle, we'll see if the fishing's on down there. This is a good time of the year to fish to surf, either from the boat throwing at the beach or on the beach throwing at the boats, either way you do it. We'll talk to Darrell Carpenter more about it right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And we get our fishing in Grand Isle information from a guy named Darrell Carpenter, operator of RealScreamers.com, who has a little lodge down there, and he's had a fishing operation going on for a number of years, and he keeps tabs on things on the island. Darrell, what's happening down on Grand Isle this week? Well, Don, it's that time of the year, my man. The temperatures are reaching 90 degrees. we got a light north-northwest wind. It's a full moon, so everybody's attention is starting to get drawn to that beach. And the last few days, it's been working pretty good. Um, <clears throat> you got a little bit of an issue where, you know, the the shrimp videos got out from last week. That's a phenomenon. It happens maybe once a year. But it's got a lot of people here, including a lot of shrimp boats up and down the beach. So you got a little bit of an issue of trying to find clean water. If um, if you're in an area where they're pulling real heavy for shrimp, you might just need to look somewhere else because they they keep the bottom stirred up, the water dirty. 
but those fish have been starting to congregate really, really good on the beach in the surf. Uh, everywhere, I mean, we haven't been to the east yet, haven't needed to. So everywhere from Grand Isle to Pouchon, uh, Elmer's Island's been full of it. Grand Isle's mostly had shrimp boats in front of it, so we kind of stayed away from it a little bit. And, uh, you know, this is the kind of this is the time of the year when a lot of times live bait almost becomes critical. I'm not going to say you can't catch them on plastic because certainly you can. But if you want those big sow trout, they have already started turning on the croakers. Uh, croakers, pogies, mullets, um, shrimp are going to get you a lot of a lot of fish, a lot of numbers. But if you you know you got to go to those bigger fin fish if you want those bigger trophy size, if you will, trout. But other than that, it's been doing really really well. And the people that have been concentrating on structure, like the Grand Isle jetties, the Fouchon jetties, the the barges, that type of stuff, have actually been coming in with a good mixed bag with some redfish mixed in with them. Yeah, well, I've had a lot of people commenting about the uh, videos that got out, people catching loads of uh, really nice shrimp with a cast net. Is that still going on? Because if it is, I suspect there's going to be a lot of crowds on the beaches this weekend. No, Don, that's a, that's a phenomenon that takes place. Uh, it normally takes place early in the year when, you know, whenever the white shrimp, uh, there's a mass migration by the white shrimp headed out. And I've seen it happen again back in, you know, later in the summer, like in August, September time frame. It, it happens somewhere every year. You just got to be the right place, right time. And this time was Grand Isle, and it happened during the day, and people were everywhere. But something like that usually only lasts, you know, six hours or so, because what you're doing is you're catching those shrimp in their migration period. And you just had a mass school of shrimp that started migrating out, and they hit the beach of Grand Isle. And, you know, it, it happened It happened on a day when the beach was lined up, and this day of cell phones and instant videos, I mean, it, 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 it didn't take long for there to be a whole lot of people on that beach. Yeah, used to take a lot longer for things to happen. Well, Darrell, real quick, uh, if somebody's fishing from a boat and they want to approach that beach from the uh, golf side and fish it, tell me of the technique that you use. Well, normally what we do, you know, we kind of cruise the beach, and when you get in an area that you're targeting, we'll slow down and get in a little bit close to the beach and, and you know, just kind of looking for birds, number one. If, if you've got birds, you've got bait. Uh, and the lack of birds, you're looking, you're watching the surf or you're watching that surf zone where those, where those waves are trying to break. And you're looking for bait blowing up, uh, trout chasing baits. You know, you'll have uh, mullets and our schools of pogies that will just all of a sudden blow up all in the water. That's because you've got some fish chasing them. And this time of the year, we haven't, you know, the Jack Cravels and stuff like that haven't moved into the beach yet. So usually it's going to be something along the line of either a, a trout, a redfish, or in some cases it'll be the Spanish mackerel. Yeah, those Spanish mackerel can be a little pesky. Well, it sounds good. I love it when it gets like that. Beach full of action stuff busting all over the surface and a lot of fish being put in the boat. Now, if somebody wants to get in on that action, your website is realscreamers.com. That's like the real, R-E-E-L. Give the telephone number if they want to give you a call and check availability. Yeah, they can pick up the phone and call 225-937-6288. And, Don, I'm going to tell you, I'm sitting here in my kitchen window looking out the window, and this is the first weekend I think people are really starting to come back to Grand Isle. I'm I'm seeing – I've probably seen 30 or 40 boats pass the house already. It's the first time I've seen boat traffic like that. Signs of life. Good news. Thank you, Darrell. We'll see you next week. Thank you, Don. Bye-bye. 
All right, Daryl Carpenter. All right, we're going to come back with more fishing info for you, more of your text messages to 504-260-1870. We're going to be checking in with reports from Captain Mike Gallo on Lakes Pontchartrain, Lake Bourne. Got a paddling report with Brendan Bayard. Ryan Lambert's going to check us out down in Plaquemines Parish and get you ready for your trip to the great outdoors. You're listening to the Saturday Morning Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. <laughs> 